Hello and welcome to an audio session on the Vermeer CTX-160 Mini Skid Steer. I'm here today with Clay Coons of Vermeer Heartland. I uh, had him on the program today to talk a little bit about his success in selling Mini Skid Steers and primarily the CTX-160. Clay has been one of the top sales people in the world when it comes to selling Mini Skid Steers, so I definitely wanted to get him on the call. Thanks for joining us today, Clay. Thank you for having me, bud. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if you want to mind, just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your, you know, career at Vermeer Heartland and, uh, you know, your territory you cover and, and some of your customer base. Yeah, so I, uh, I've i been with Vermeer now, I guess, almost 15 years this year. Um, I cover all the uh, forestry and recycling and rental and landscape uh, for the majority of Middle Tennessee. Um that's kind of changed a little bit over the years with the uh, with some of the swapping that we had going around. But uh, I've been I've been in this position for I guess three years, maybe now almost four. Um, and uh, the Heartland Group has been a, a a great group of people to work for. Rich and Stephen and Craig and and all those guys have been really really good, and I've been very very fortunate and very thankful to be where I am. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. So um, definitely a, a dealership group that we at the factory like to work with as well. So um, when you heard about the CTX-160 Mini Skid Steer and when it was coming to production, you know, what were your thoughts on, on the machine and what did you think about uh, how your customers would react when it would come to market? Well, honestly, I feel like that when I, when I first initially heard about it, it was kind of in the beginning phases and I was some of the some of the guys at the factory had, had asked me some questions about what what I thought needed to be different from the 100. The biggest the, the biggest and most important thing, especially for my territory and my region, is the advantage to the mini skid steer is it, it 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 is just that it's a mini skid. So I think keeping it on the same frame and chassis basically as the as the CTX 100 with that 42 inch outside diameter width. I think it's huge and, and, and extremely advantageous for for my customer base, especially in this in, in the Nashville market and, and surrounding where there's so much building going on and and all these homes that were once, you know, 20, 50, 75 feet, feet apart are now being built, you know, six, eight feet apart. So uh, that was the number one thing I felt like was going to be the most advantageous part about it was, was just simply that. Yeah. Cause you and I both know that this, this machine's main competition is no less now than 46 inches wide. Um, and, and definitely a more heavy and longer machine as well. So it just can't get into the tight, uh, job sites that our machine can. That's exactly right. What, uh, what types of customers have you had the most success with when it comes to the CTX-160? And do you have a, a specific example of anybody that you'd like to talk about? Sure. I, um, I can't, Brett, honestly, I don't know. I, I think I've probably sold eight or ten since we got them. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I did sell um, two or three of those to Hardscape contractors i do have one guy that does kind of like high-end uh turf for like residential homes like he he goes in and he already owned a, he owned a 100 previously and kept it and then bought a 160 just based off of the the capability to be able to lift more um 
and then uh, one of my really, really good rental stores bought five uh, 160s from me, um, and they own probably 30 mini skids now, but they bought five uh, just to try them as, as the 925s have been really good to them. But as a matter of fact, before I had this conversation with you, I'd, I just called them just to kind of say, hey, has anyone, you know, given you any kind of negative feedback at all? And he just sent me a text a little while ago and said they've had virtually no negative feedback on the machines at all. They're just really, really liking them all the way across the board. And, and a lot of those guys are doing tree work. A lot of the guys are doing, you know, hardscapes, paper stones, uh, pallets of sod, that kind of stuff. Uh, and it's been really, really a great machine for them. Awesome. Well, yeah, wow. To have 30 mini skid steers in your rental fleet and to have five of them be CTX 160s, that's pretty significant. Um, you know, how did you position the CTX 160 to them as something to add to their fleet and uh, their customer base? Well, I mean, it's all about relationships, honestly. And, and, and I've got a really, really good relationship with the owners. And they are, they are younger guys as well. And they're always looking to expand their fleet. They do a very, very good job. Uh, they have three different locations, and, and they're very proactive. And they just ask me, you know, my opinion on things from time to time. And I, I told them, like, you guys need to give this. They're running 20 925s, and I said, you, you guys need to, you need to get a few of these 160s because it's a different market. And I feel like with, with the markets that you guys cover, this 160 will be huge for a large portion of your market and it's it's turned out to be really good so would you say that you are able to push you know customers you know that are looking to rent that type of equipment or are they actively going out now and able to find new customers themselves for that equipment oh no they're they already have the customer base i just i just push the guys and that's the other thing i think and i don't know if a lot of people do this or not but i i don't in my in in my territory, I I don't rent mini skids. I don't rent chippers. I don't rent anything that my predominant rental guys do. I don't rent them just simply because I don't want to be in competition with those guys. And they're my best they're my best marketing. So when when those guys bought five one sixties, every tree guy, every hardscape guy, every anybody that that is in the surrounding Nashville area that rents a machine rents it from them and we've got a really good relationship that helps me that helps them uh and it markets our machine basically for free for, for me were you able to offer them or did they kind of require any kind of special terms or financing that they did with those units no they they didn't they're they're a cash customer most of the time okay um and so this particular this particular instance i i did i do think they may have taken advantage of the of the 1.67 for 36 months, um, just because they bought five at once. I can't remember off the top of my head. They 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 do a, they do a lot of business with me, but I, I do use that. Um, I don't want to go too too far into it, but I I do want to 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 say that for me, I'm very fortunate that we're I'm able to sell several of the mini skids, and and I just throw that financing out in the beginning up front to everyone because I can't I, I don't want one person to get it and then they talk to their buddy and I didn't offer it to them 
So I offer it across the board to everyone. Um, I kind of plan for it ahead uh, and with my margins and my deal. So I kind of know where I'm going to be. Um, and they're, you know, nine times out of 10, they do choose one of the options. The bigger rental stores that I do are typically cash buyers and it doesn't really affect them. Okay. But for the contractor, the landscape or tree contractor out there, having those finance terms probably makes a big difference. Absolutely. Yep. What other, you know, for the, the landscape contractor or for the tree care contractor, are there specific features and benefits that you really try to speak to when it comes to the CTX 160? Well, I mean, you and I both know, I mean, the, the, the machine, other than the fact that it's got some additional weight and, and the lift and, and tilt cylinders are, are quite, a, quite a bit bigger and more substantial, the, the functionality of the machine is the same. Uh, and I, and I, I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing. I, I like that. Um, it's, it functions just like the 925 or the, or the CTX 100. Right. The controls are all the same. Uh, it's all very uniformed. Uh, the rental guys really, really like that as well because it kind of keeps everything simple. Um, and I, when I, when I sell the 160, basically I, I, I just give the customer the option, right? I mean, I, I think, I think you have to understand what your customer's needs are. If your customer is just primarily a, an irrigation contractor that's trenching all the time and they own 100s, I don't know that the 160 is the, is the, is going to benefit them anymore. Um, just simply because what you have is more weight, you know, Yep. the guys that do, I have several guys that do extremely high end patios and paver stones for the, the rich and famous in this area. And it's a huge advantage to them because you've got a machine with basically on the same frame and same tracks with virtually little dimension difference that, has quite a bit more lift capacity. And for those guys, it's a huge difference. So I think you have to understand your customer and understand what he's looking, he or she is looking to do in order to make the decision whether he's a 160 or a 100 guy. Absolutely. Very good. Um, you know, as far as, you know, uh, confidence plus packages, are you selling those with mini skid steers and, yes. and CTX so, 160s? So I'll say this, <clears throat> the start of this year, I made a pretty substantial effort. Um, and, I'll, and, and, I, and I don't mean, I don't mind to tell you that in the beginning here a couple of years ago, I was pretty leery and I kind of, kind of just took the customer's word for it. A lot of these guys who don't live within 30, 45 minutes of my office are not wanting to bring a machine in to have a service done on it. And, and some of that's going to be the case no matter what. But I changed my philosophy and my, and my outlook on that a little bit in that now every time I quote a machine, um, and I don't like to include it in the price. I like to show it as an option. Uh, some, some guys like to include it and, and then say, well, you know, we can take this out. It'll be, it'll be cheaper. I'd rather just tell the customer up front, these are your options. And not only are you getting this additional warranty for the two or three years, and not only are we Vermeer responsible for your first four service intervals if you go the premium route, but you get it basically you get that peace of mind, and you've got pretty much a you, you you've pretty much got your um, 
your your cost, your machine costs are already taken care of for that two or three year period. Right. Yeah. Other than you know tracks or or whatever wear components. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, just wear items. But I think it's when when I went when I started the initiative really to just like every time I sold a machine, um, just I included that in the email or I included that in my, in my, in my quote as an optional item. Um, and then you just take the time to talk about it for four or five minutes and you just give it, you just give the customer an option. And I'm going to say, you know, six or seven times out of 10, they'll, they'll, they'll take it. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. It's been a, you know, confidence plus has been growing in uh, tremendous leaps and bounds uh, all across the country with all different product groups. So it's exciting to hear that someone like yourself is quoting it right away, letting the customer know, showing them uh, the benefits that they can have from having that confidence plus program on even smaller pieces of equipment like a mini skid steer. Yep. How about, uh, you know, nobody is without having competition in their uh in their territory. Um, and so what have you found that some of your customers or, you know, customers you'd like to have, have liked about the competitive units that are out there? Well, the 1550, the ditch, 1550 obviously would be the one in my territory that, that we've had the most, the most amount of competition with. I don't, there's not a lot of, unless it's just a, 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 a cat or a, a money, deal there's not a lot of bobcat there's there's very very little boxer um not even a whole lot of toro anymore there are some rental stores some of the rental stores that we have are are um have oracle as their as their uh in-house part supply and and oracle being that large company that they are i think are in some way affiliated with toro uh, so if you buy, basically, if you buy Toro products, then you get so many dollars each year for in-house parts or, or tooling that, that they sell. So there's, there's some of that. Um, but Toro in general is not, is not really a huge player here either. The 1550 is by far our biggest, has been by far our biggest competition when it comes to that lift capacity machine um i think some of the things that people do that people like are also some of the things that our customers don't like that the 100 i sold today that the guy was had been renting a, a a 1050 for two months three months and had quite a bit of money invested in it and took it back uh, and bought a 100 from me but he uh the, uh, the the operator presence platform on the on the on the witch machine is it's comfortable, it's big, um, it but on the same side it, it kind of leaves you out there uh, where our operator presence platform kind of tucks you in and gives you a little bit of security. Um, and and that it's funny because some guys really really like that and then some guys don't. It's just a it's a it's a preference kind of deal. The other thing with the with the fifteen fifty is, I mean, the lift capacity is good. It was it was really good. The problem, like we talked about before, is the size of the machine. I mean, it, at some point you don't have a mini skid anymore. At some point you got a skid steer that you're standing on. That is very true. 
So what are what are the some of the things that you've been able to sell against when it comes to the fifteen fifty, uh, the SK fifteen fifty from Ditch Witch, uh, other than just the the size of the machine? Are there any specific components or features that you you can point out? I always start with I always start with just the size and the functionality of the machine. Um, I always also start with the fact that all of our machines come standard with a pilot joystick control. All of our machines are going to come standard with dual auxiliary hydraulics. All of those things in in correlation with, you know, the options of the Confidence Plus packages and the serviceability and the, and the amount of service technicians that we have in this area and the service trucks and all those things. But the, um, the I think the biggest thing to, to me is, just like I said, I mean, you they... they it, 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 it had been a, a good machine for, for guys who want, a, want a, a machine that will lift more on their on their yard more so than their job site, to be honest with you. Two machines, two machines that I lost lost deals on before we had the, the 160s were not even machines that they were going to be using on job sites. Just mini skid steers that they were going to use on their yard for unloading trucks that came in or or whatever and again it goes back to the fact that now you kind of limited yourself as to what you can be what you can do with the machine just because you're you're you're, you've got a machine that's on your yard that works fine and good but when you get it out on a job site where you need it it's it's not really advantageous you've invested a lot of money in a product that you know isn't capable uh, of all the things that it should be. That's right. Yeah. If you, if you have a machine that you bought to be able to use in the field, but you're only using it to unload trucks, uh, you know, at, at your shop, that's, uh, that's a lot of lost, uh, productivity and revenue, I would think. Absolutely right. Um, you know, when it comes to, uh, your relationship with, you know, Vermeer Corporation, the factory, let's say, you know, what, how do you like to partner with the factory? What do you call in about, um, you know, what kind of things do you like to do as a, you know, a salesperson when it comes to your factory relationship? I'll, I'll say this, and I'm not going to name, drop any names or say anything about any particular people, but I have been very, very fortunate uh, over the past many years to have built some really, really strong relationships with a lot of you guys there at the factory and it's, and it's critical. Um, and I think, I think when, when you guys deal with us directly and, and, and a lot of times I don't think that because of this, because you guys are where you are, I, I don't think sometimes you see or understand completely uh, what the customer is, is telling us on a daily basis. And I feel like, with the relationships that I've been able to build over the years with, with, with guys and girls at the factory, there's a lot of understanding there. And I think it helps not only me to, to get a deal done, but it, but in the, in the long and the short of it, it kind of helps the customer feel more appreciated and, and, and feel more like that. They're just not someone purchasing a piece of equipment from some large corporation, but they're, their thoughts and feelings are being heard by people who really care about what they're buying. 
Absolutely. And it's something that, you know, we appreciate as well as strong relationships with uh, all levels of, of the dealership, including yourself, and being able to be our eyes a lot of the time in the field um, to get us that information and, and uh, that feedback from the end use customer on these products as well. So we thank you. Thank you for that too. So um, when it comes to the CTX 160, we've talked a lot about its its features, its benefits, the really positive things about it. Clay, are there any, you know, um, limitations or things you would like to see improved uh, in the next generation of mini skid steers? Yes. We have got to figure out We've got to we've got to get this hydraulic system and drive motor thing figured out. That's it's got to happen. It's it's right now uh, we're, we're we're running through the problem again um, with the drive motors, and I don't know what I don't know what the fix is. I don't know. We built a great machine um, that if we can get all those internal components um, correct we would sell a lot more than what we do already. Just, we struggle. We struggle with, with the hydraulic, with hydraulic issues. Okay. Yep. Do you feel like that's something that the competition struggles with in any way? No, I feel like the competition struggles with other things. I think we all struggle with different things. I think they struggle more. I think they struggle more with, with dependability and, and, and durability which I think we do really, really good at for the most part. Um, I think, I think they, I think they leave a little bit to be desired when it comes to the actual production and and the, and just the, just the strength of the machine as a whole, where I think ours is really, really good. Uh, We just lack some small stuff and tidying up with, with getting proper drive motors and pump systems intact. Okay. Yep. No, that's fair. That's very fair. Yeah, we've definitely seen on the CTX 160 or CTX 100 that there's room for improvement there, um, no doubt. So, uh, you know, finally, a couple other things. I'll I'll ask you about attachments. Now, do you typically sell attachments in packages? Is there a lot of common packages that your your customers are looking for? Any unique attachments that kind of go out? So, when it comes to attachments, we do a pretty good job of of stocking. A, a pretty good general core of attachments. I I keep four different style buckets, um, a 48 tooth, a 48 smooth, a 42 tooth, and a 42 smooth. Um, and I give the customer the option. I always include a bucket when I price the machine, um, just simply because that's just what I've always done and it seems to work. And always tell people the machine's not going to do you any good if you don't at least have a bucket. So um, I always include a bucket in the price when I sell the machine. The other things that I stock, obviously, are just common items, pallet forks, uh, trencher attachments, obviously, um, Harley rakes, uh, auger drive units and all the auger bits, and um, several different style grapple buckets with the scrap grapple and the brush grapple. And then, of course, our LG 46 law grapple that we sell a lot of those. So and that's primarily, you know, that's primarily what I stock. Occasionally you'll get an odds and ends for a sod roller or, a, you know, a boring attachment. I'll get that two or three times a year, probably. Um, 
but the majority are, are, are all the pallet forks, buckets, Harley rakes, trenchers, augers. And do those vary? I mean, are you only selling those at time of machine purchase or do you? Oh, no, of, no, no. Okay. No. Going back no. around and able to put together. Oh, that's a yearly, that's a yearly, that's a yearly thing. That's something that we need to do better on the inside too, but that's, that doesn't, it's just time consuming um, to stop and pull over and someone's in my office and I'm not there and I have to sell a bucket or I have to sell a set of pallet forks and we can't sell it through parts and I have to pull over and do it through whole goods. That's a little bit of a pain, but yeah, yep. um, it is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, yeah, we sell a lot of, we sell a lot of attachments. Yes. Great. Great. Well, um, I don't want to take up too much of your time here, but is there anything else that you would like to share with the audience about the Vermeer CTX-160? Well, I just think everybody needs to keep in mind, that, and, I, and I know it's different for everyone's market, but it's, like I said in the very beginning, it, it's a mini-skid, and, and it, the mini-skid is, is, is mini for a reason, and that's the, that's the advantage to the machine. It's the of, of the reason why the machines are so as popular as they are. Uh, we built a great product. We've got a great team behind us uh, on the local level, as well as the factory level. Um, we all have our struggles and different things, but that this, this 160 has been really, really good. And I, I don't want to see not that some people won't buy it, but I, I'm just not, I'm not sold on having a bigger machine as, as far as a bigger footprint being any more, advantageous in my area just simply because the 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 need here is is for a smaller machine with with maximum capability absolutely yep so that gives us a pretty good lineup when you think about like you said the s925 tx the ctx 100 and now the ctx 160 all fitting into you know 42 inches or less depending on track option um, those customers are still in those tight job site conditions and able to get a lot of work done where larger loaders can't get to. So that's great. Really appreciate that. Yeah. Really appreciate that feedback. Uh, well, thank you so much, Clay, for, uh, for being on this call with us today and for, for sharing your experience. Once again, I just want to say, you know, congratulations uh, to you in front of everybody that is listening on your success when it comes to mini skid steer sales. Like I said, um, top 10 in the world, a couple of times over really even vying for that number one spot uh, a couple of times. So great job when it comes to that and just wish you continued success as we go from, you know, uh, 2020 into, into 2021. So thanks for being with us today. Hey, thank you so much, Brett. All right. Thanks for everyone for listening and have a great day.